Hello, our podcast is about staying connected with the people of our communities, their families, businesses, sexual events, and personal life issues. This is Bethany and Dr. Sarah with Staying Connected in the Wiregrass, and this is Episode 7. Today, we're going to be talking about if social media can ruin relationships. But first, Dr. Sarah, I feel like I haven't spoke to you in forever. How was your week? Oh, it was busy. We had the Youth Summer Entrepreneur Program for our Excelling for Life University. Although we did not get as many students as I had hoped, we still did really good. And today was the last day, so that was just as exciting. And uh, they received their certificate of completion. It went really, really well. How about, listen, I know you went out of town, Mm -hmm. and I just want to (laughs) know, how did your trip go? It went really well. So I flew out Thursday, and then I was home back in my hometown until about Sunday. So I got to see my parents, my sister and brother, and then, of course, I got to see my boyfriend finally, who I haven't seen in four months, which seems like forever. That's the longest we've ever been apart from each other. And then I got to spend time with his family. So it was a really nice visit. It just goes by super quick. And it's hard because with the pandemic, we don't know when we're going to see our families next. That was the first time we've seen our families since Christmas time. So it was like six months ago. (laughs) But it was a really good visit. The airports, shout out to the airports, because that was the first time I've flown since January, since the pandemic started. It was super clean. It wasn't crowded at all. And when you're on the plane, they give you like goodie bags of water, hand sanitizer, like wet wipes, and they give you two snacks. And then they make sure that there's no one sitting next to you. Well, on the flight, I was anyway. So I was pleasantly surprised with how clean everything was. Wow. Well, that is certainly good to hear because I know that that is a concern for a lot of people that have to travel out of state uh, via airway. Mm -hmm. So that is certainly good to know. So you know what? I was just thinking as you were talking today, of course, we one of our topics of discussion is that social media ruin relationships. But I was also thinking about long distance dating yeah. um, because you and your boyfriend live thousands of miles apart and you've had to transition into long distance dating. So perhaps we can talk about that because I know that a lot of people that are distances apart, such as you guys, are really having to deal with that, not able, not being able to see one another, mm-hmm. resulting to, you know, FaceTime or some type of video Zooming to be able to see one another and also to date one another, which I think you can get very creative with all of the different technologies that we have now. Of course, we know that it's not the same as personal Uh, contact, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing one another personally. But there are a lot of creative ways that you can do distance dating. Now, I know there used to be a lot of talk and I'd have to do some more research on that about a lot of people didn't think that a relationship could survive the long distance. Mm -hmm. But you guys seem to be doing that very successfully. And so I think that that's something that perhaps in the near future we can talk about. I know sometimes people don't think about that in relationships to marriages. Some marriages, my husband for years traveled every week and he only came home on the weekend. And so there is ways that you have to be creative with one another. All of these types of relationships bring about challenges. So Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in the future. I think that will be a very good conversation for our listeners to weigh in on that. Yeah, I agree. I'm happy to open up because it's definitely not an easy thing, but I know there's a lot of couples out there that are going through the same thing that Kevin and I are going through. We've been long distance dating for, gosh, a year and three months already. So it's been a long time. I mean, in addition to that, you've had the weight of the COVID, but just long distance dating by itself presents its challenges to a lot of couples. So I'd be happy to to do that so that we can hear from some other couples mm-hmm. and perhaps you can give them, you know, some advice as to how you guys are able to successfully date. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I don't know if it's the best advice great, ever, but great. it's working for Kevin and I. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if it works, you know, we can't promise uh, any guarantees. That's pretty much all we're trying to do is you know, help people uh, with what works for us through our experiences. That's the same thing that we're talking about on our topic of uh, dealing with social media, uh, having relationships over social media, and why we have to, of course, post responsibly. You know, we share responsibly on Facebook. I think everybody knows that there's just maybe one or two people uh, that share too much information. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I, I would imagine out of, mm, on a scale of one, uh, just say a hundred percent. I think now for me, I would probably say 85% of people I know through school. Then there's that 10% of family. Then there's that 5%. I hope I got my numbers right of people that I just kind of you know, I've met. Mm. So what is that? 85%, 10%, then 5%. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that posed problems, of course, uh, depending on how you are using social media. Now I tend to use social media uh, for personal reasons to stay in contact with my family, to stay in contact with my friends, but I also use social media uh, for business advertisement and for ministry. So again, I think that when you talk about the types of relationships, how social media can ruin these relationships, it is also depending on how you use it. What what would you say to that? I think it depends on what you're posting, but then there's always at least one negative person who no matter what you post, they're going to disagree with you no matter what. Mm -hmm. So I think it all depends on the person Mm -hmm. too. I mean, I don't really post that much on Facebook just because I don't want any negative comments or anything. I mean, it's mm-hmm. 2020. We have to get used to negative comments, I guess. I mainly just use Facebook for personal. But now I'm getting to the point where I don't accept friends if I don't even know who you are. Because there's people who are friend requesting me from like the other side of the country. I was like, I don't know where you're getting my name from. So oh, I'm like super careful right. with all that stuff. I do think that there should be a safeguard in place where they should, you know, make sure that you have some mutual friends or something mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes that'll pop up. Yeah. And if I know the, the mutual friend, then I will accept. But I always go and check them out first. Before I accept, I always look at, you know, how they are connected to that mutual friend. I look at the things that they post. I look at the pictures that they take. I do all of that first. And if there is something that does not, that I am not in agreement with, or that is not a good representation, then I don't, you know, I don't accept that, that friend request. I'm the Um, same way. And it's the same thing on Instagram too, where all these people are like, more people now are friend requesting me and I don't know who they are. 
I mean, you can still mm-hmm. see like if there's mutual followers. So if there's mutual people, then I'm more likely to accept them. But like you, I always look at the photos too because I want to make sure it's appropriate too. Right, right, absolutely. Because we do have to be um, careful. And I think that these are ways that, you know, we are to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. So now I know we talked about in more detail, we're going to share here, but we talked about ways that social media does impact relationships. For an example, if your significant other is liking certain photos, how that would make you feel. Remember, we talked about, and you brought in a very interesting point about the types of photos that maybe he or she may like. Can you share that just a little bit? Yeah. So like if my boyfriend is liking a photo with a girl, but she's with a group of people and it's like his friends, totally fine with that. No issue at all. But say like if he likes, he this he's never done this, by the way, I'm just throwing out an example. Say he likes a photo of a girl. It's just one girl in the photo and she's wearing a bikini. That's where I would have an issue. And if she like posts multiple photos of her in a bikini, he's liking every single one of them. That is a huge problem because it'd be the same way as if I were to like a photo of a guy multiple times of him in like boxers or swim trunks. I don't know. It's just that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I think there's a matter of respect. And even I know we we have talked about, say, like a uh, marital relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend. But you brought up a, another interesting point as to like girlfriend mm-hmm. and how sometimes, you know, when you don't get the invitation, but you see that they had some type of event. And then they post the pictures on there for you to see, knowing that you're their friend, but they didn't even invite you to the event. Yeah, because of that, I'm sure this has happened before, but if that happens to me, I'm kind of, I kind of just distance myself because I'm like, if you don't want me there, that's fine. But then I don't want to be friends with you because I have. So we call this fear of missing out, which I have a huge case of it. So I hate missing out on things. Even like if someone does invite me and I'm like, oh, I can't be there. I just hate it. But especially if someone like if they post it on Facebook and I wasn't invited and you're like part some of my good friends, that's again, I'm going to have an issue with that. Again, these are things that occur when we see certain things on uh, social media. And I think that people tend to forget that these are things that affect um, a person. Um And then, you know, there are times when, because I know I've had that experience more than once Mm -hmm. where people have had certain things and they did not uh, invite me to that. Now, sometimes I somewhat understand because, you know, living a distance away. However, um, you shouldn't just automatically assume that because a person lives out of state that they will not attend. Exactly. Um, and I also think that just sending the invitation or a text message to say, I was thinking about mm-hmm. you, wanted to invite you. I know, you know, you live a distance away, so it may not be convenient for you to make it, but at least I want you to know, and I want to give you that option, but to just, um, have something and not invite. And these aren't, I'm not talking about like people you just know of. I'm talking about people that, you know, you know, your, mm-hmm. their contact, you they're one of your contacts. I just think that that's, um, rude. Uh, but I do believe that it helps you of course, to determine, 
And as you stated, whether you should move forward in that relationship, or as I talked about before, if I will consider that person a friend. I have within past years, recent years, just started really, really paying attention to whether a person is a friend by Mm -hmm. their behavior, not just by title of them saying, you know, this is my friend, but um, there is a scripture in the Bible that says he that will have friends must first show himself friendly. And so I don't want to be um, in friendly relationships or strong friendships, close friendships with people that do not share that same ideal of what relationships or friendships are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've actually lost friends because like they would get married and I thought we were close and they would never invite me. They didn't invite me to their wedding. Like one of my friends, she like texted me the day she got engaged and showed me like her ring and everything. And I thought for sure I'd get invited to her wedding and I never did. And I think part of it is because I lived in another state, but I was hurt because like you could have still at least, like you said, sent an invitation because that goes a long way. Even if I can't go, at least it still means you're reaching out to me. So there was two friends yeah. that they didn't invite me to their wedding and I, and I felt hurt. And I honestly haven't talked to them since because I'm like, if you're not even going to reach out to me, what's the point? And it's not like I'm not trying to be mean or yeah. anything, but it's just we're adults mm-hmm. now. And I'm at that point in my life that I'd rather have few close friends than a lot of fake friends. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think that social media is exposing because people will just post, you know, things and they aren't thinking or taking um, the impact of that and under consideration and, and all of the people that um, will feel some type of way, you know, um, about whatever just happened. And so we do have to, again, use social media responsibly Um I think we have to be careful about what we share because sometimes you can share something and people can just automatically assume that it's about them. Have you had that experience at all? Not that I know of. Have you? I have. Yeah, I have. And um, I've actually, though, when I noticed it, when I know that the person thought that way, I, um, I was very responsible uh, in the way that I responded to that. And I actually called them on the phone because I didn't want to assume, um, nevertheless, my assumption was correct, uh, but I made sure that I handled it right away because that's the, the thing, not only with social media, but that's with texting. Sometimes there's a misunderstanding of the message. And I, that's the reason why I think still the old fashioned way, talking on the phone to convey a message is important for us to do uh, because, you know, sometimes, you know, the types of uh, friendships you have, just like what you just said, you were transparent in revealing something that is a part of who you are. And that is you feel bad when you don't, when you're not able to attend events and then when people do not invite you. So that is a sense of rejection too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a sense of abandonment. And so that's the reason why we had to Again, be very careful, but you ought to know that about your friends, you know, and if you don't know that, then perhaps maybe you have too many friends because we should know certain things about our friends. We should know what may hurt their feelings. We should know what may cause them to become angry. 
and then and then being there for them during the times of crisis that's in their life, you know, like the loss of a loved one or special celebratory uh, events where you're going to a wedding or bridal shower. And I must admit, ever since I moved to the South, which has been, wow, I think maybe I, I moved to the South back in 2004. I have missed out on a lot of events. I have not gotten invitations on a lot of events. And so I had to learn how to accept that, that sometimes when you move away, people do not include you in their lives. And that's how you end up seeing it on social media. Yeah, I mean, it's hard living mm-hmm. out of state, but I mean, you and I are the same. We're kind of just have to accept that we're not going to be able to go to everything mm-hmm. or get invited to things. But some of my friends, they have invited me to their weddings and I just say I'm so sorry like I can't make it but it means so much to me that they actually like invited me and so we have to be careful about any type of relationships when we are frequent visitors if you will on social media because messages can be construed Um, people can be misunderstood whether it's Facebook or Instagram or texting we talked about the emojis And I think you told me something that I wasn't aware of, that sometimes if you do the exclamation, people can think you're upset. Yeah. Or to excited. Yeah. Or if you're yelling, but you and I were like, no, that just means we're excited. We're happy. And someone said to me like, no, you're yelling at me. I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought that that was like so strange because from my understanding, the exclamation point always kind of meant that you were excited, but I guess it has a dual meaning. Are you friends with your boyfriend on social media? Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> We've been, we okay, were friends. Do, how often do you visit his stuff? Um, well, sometimes I visit his page just because I miss him. So like, I'll just go through like his profile mm-hmm. pictures. Just, I mean, like we said earlier, we're in a long distance relationship, but I mean, that's every mm-hmm. once in a while, but that's it. So I just recently within maybe two months, I think, just became friends with my husband on social media. (laughs) And um, it's not that he's boring, you know, um, because scriptures are never boring, but that's pretty much all he posts. He just posts scriptures. He doesn't do like pictures and stuff. So we talk a lot ourselves. And so I didn't feel the need to become his friend. Actually, he sent me a friend request. I was really surprised that he sent me a friend request. This is the other thing that's kind of interesting. Now, I am more active on Facebook, but I have a lot less friends than he has. He has like maybe 2,500 to 3,000 friends, and all he posts is scriptures. And all I have, I think I might have 300 now, maybe. So I thought that's kind of funny, too, that he, he has more friends than I, although he... He's not as frequent or as active on social media as I am. Now, we haven't had any issues with things because he has a lot of friends that are not my friends um, that have come from like his high school and um, the church and just people that he knows that I don't know. But I was talking with a couple, he and I both, and she said she had to take her husband off of uh, Facebook. It was Facebook that he was using. And she said that, he wasn't using it properly. He was liking women pictures. And now I'm going to say if my husband like a woman's picture, which 
I don't know if he does or doesn't because I'm not paying attention to what he's doing on there. But if he just liked a woman's picture and she happens to be a beautiful woman, I just think that he's liking her picture. I don't get into, unless like you said, now if you're just constantly just liking, you know, every picture, I might be like, oh, maybe her and I need to become friends on here so I can see what's so likable, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But other than that, I don't really pay that much attention to what he's liking or disliking. And I very seldom even visit his page. Sometimes I think that that might be the cause of a lot of relationship issues is that we're going to see what they're up to. And my mom used to always say, if you're looking for trouble, you're going to find it. On your Facebook, you know how you have like relationship status? Are you and your husband, does it list that you're both married on there? I think mine says married. I'm not sure if his does. Because me and my boyfriend, like it says (laughs) that I'm dating and it has his name. Because for a while, he didn't Uh want to post any of that. And I was like, why? Like, I don't understand why you don't want to say that you're in a relationship especially like if you're in a relationship with me. So him and I actually argued over that. But then he finally put that he was in a relationship with me probably after like six months of dating because that was just important to me for some reason. Well, because you women want acknowledgement. Yep. That, that is the difference between men and women. Yes, they are private. They don't, you know, want everybody knowing their business because they don't want everybody in their business because most men are not drama or dramatic. I do get that a lot of I'm telling you, Bethany, a lot of women have talked with me about that. He doesn't want um, people to know that we're married. He doesn't post my pictures on Facebook. Now, again, you have to know your husband. You have to, and husbands have to know their wives. And before you even start to use social media, there needs to be a discussion, you know, the do's and the don'ts. Um, I would think that if you if you're in that type of relationship and women want they do, they want acknowledgement. They want everybody to know who uh, their loved one is. They mm-hmm. want everybody to know, you know, that they love you. You know, men, they're just not like that. But then you have some men that don't mind doing it at all. You know, so it kind of varies on. I think I'm just going to I hope I'm safe in saying this. In a way, the intellect of a man, because some men who are very intellectual, they don't do a lot of that. They, they, they're just more reserved uh, versus, you know, some that are kind of athletic or just a little bit more outgoing. Then, you know, they tend to post more pictures about or, or post about their, them and their spouse or their significant other. Now, I'll say this. I don't think... Say if, if you're in your, I don't think y'all should be, you have to write love letters to one another on Facebook when you live in the same house or when you talk to each other on the phone. You know, it's it's like, who is that for? How are you writing him a love letter or her a love letter on Facebook and tagging them in it? Like you could have texted them. You could have called them. You could have told them that in person. So again, I think that that's putting people into your personal space. And that's where we have to be very careful about putting people into our personal space when we start to share things like that. That's just my opinion. There is no law against it, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super personal on Facebook just because I know once you post it, 
Facebook pretty much owns whatever you post. So I'm always careful with what I post anyways. And even like I'll post photos of like Kevin, my boyfriend of Kevin and I, I don't really say too much about it just because I mean, he knows how I feel about him. Like, obviously, I love him and everything. But the whole world doesn't have to know that people on Facebook, like I have one friend back home, she's super depressed. She's been dealing with depression. And she'll even post on Facebook that she doesn't like seeing other people like being mushy gushy to others because she doesn't have that significant other. So I'm always super conscious about that because I was like that when I didn't have my boyfriend. I mean, you just feel lonely. So I don't ever want to put that on someone else that's on Facebook. Yeah. And that's why what we're saying is what we're saying. You have to be responsible. Of course, you just have to be responsible with life and Knowing that everybody on there is not what we would consider true friends, then there is certain information we do not share. But does social media ruin relationships? We would have to say yes to that. I think so. We would have to say yes to that because it does, whether it be uh, sometimes family issues that people get on there and talk about family issues that they have. The thing that I don't like, though, and let's say this real quick is say if you have a problem with me and we have mutual friends on Facebook. Now I don't like for people to get other people to be against the person when they had an isolated issue. Yeah. You just want it between you and that other person. You don't want it to be become a whole thing. Right. Or when they use whatever that, that, isolated incident was between the two of you to cause other people that you are mutual friends with to dislike you. I don't like when people use social media like that. And I've seen that um, happen on social media, not necessarily. Um, well, in a sense with me, because sometimes I, uh, in the past I've expressed my views and um, people don't necessarily like your views, views and that's, that's okay. Um, but if I'm right, I'm going to stand on um, what is right. And so I've, I've noticed, not that they dislike me, but I've noticed that where they were commenting more on certain things, that when one person stopped who they were close friends with, they also stopped. And it wasn't a matter of, remember when, when Facebook made that change, the same people all the time to kind of rotate your friends and that it was before that it wasn't. Yeah. And then they talked about it on Facebook in so many ways. That's fine. That's a part of the uh, environment that, you know, of social media. But I do, again, you know, I can't say that enough. I tell my children because my sons and I are not friends on social media. My daughters and I are my sons and I are not because there are times when they use curse words and I don't tolerate any profanity. I taught my children proper grammar and English and there is no need for you to have to use profanity. But when they got grown, they felt that they can use those choice words. And so I am not their friends because there are times when um, they have used those words. Now, what caused them to unfriend me. We didn't let it ruin our relationships, of course, but they unfriended me. (laughs) And the reason they unfriended me is because when I would see them use that, I'd say something in the comment section like, wow. And they know, (laughs) they know what I meant. And so they're like, mama, I cannot be your friend on Facebook. And um, at first, you know, I was like, just stop cursing. 
And they were like, but mom, you know, this is, this is who I am, or this is how I want to, you know, express myself or whatever. So, um, I just let them be and I didn't send them another friend request. <laughs> Maybe a little friend yeah. request to you in so a few years. Yeah, they might, they might when they, um, and it's not like it's like every word, but I just didn't like that because I felt that it was not a representation of how they were brought up. Some of their friends, I know their mothers. And I just felt like it was a bad representation of me for you to use choice words, knowing that some of your friends on there, I'm friends with their mom and they know me and they know your father. And I just did not want that, you know, to be a reflection of us. Although, I mean, really, maybe it is and maybe it isn't. It's just the way that I felt. We didn't let it ruin our relationship, of course, but they did unfriend me. And uh, we laugh about it. We laugh about uh, them unfriending me because when we're all talking, we might say, did you see, um, like we do family conference calls or duo video calls, and um, they'll say, did you see so-and-so's son, you know, something like that. And then I'll go like, well, no. I'm like, well, whose page is it on? And so it might be on my son's page. I'm like, oh, that's why I didn't see it because I'm not your friend, you know, (laughs) something like that. And they just laugh. It's okay. My sister unfriended my mom. And I'll go to my mom and be like, oh, did you see that Lexi posted? My mom's like, no, remember she unfriended me? I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. But my mom's <laughs> friends with her husband is friends with my sister husband on Facebook. So Right. So she'll still see some of it because really that's what my daughters do. Like if, if it's something they want me to see because they're friends with my son. They're still friends with them. They'll like, that's on, uh, my one son is Gerard. They'll say, oh, I saw it on Gerard's page. And I'm like, that's right. I'm not friends with him. But they will screenshot it sometimes and send it to me. So it's kind of funny um, how, again, how people use social media for their own uses. I do think, though, we have to be uh, cautious knowing that just like what you said is a very important thing to know that everything you post belongs to Facebook. A lot of people don't know that uh, the privacy rules and, you know, when they change things, people don't read through that information, the permissions that you give them when you download their app and when you access it. There's a lot of privacy that you are giving up to use these types of uh, social media sites. So I think that we do need to be more knowledgeable. I am in agreement with some parts of the government that they do need to be regulated because they shouldn't be able to sell your information, you know, the way that they have been able to do that. That still is why we have to be careful about what we share out there because it's it's public information. Even your photos, like they own your photos as soon as you post them on Facebook, too. Unless I don't know, I don't think you can ever delete your page, can you? Well, I know you can deactivate it, but I don't know if you can actually delete it. Because if you deactivate it, people can't search for you. But as soon as you reactivate it, all of your stuff is still there. So you can never delete that information um, that they have. And I think that that's one of the reasons why some people were feeling like it was a negative thing. I don't think anything is private. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're talking about... Uh, cell phones and all of these things that we have, your debit card, your 
I don't really think that anything is private to where we have to say that how some people have viewed Facebook and Instagram. I still just think that when you understand the usage of it, as a user, you should understand your rights. You should understand their policies, their procedures. These are things that you should just understand so that once you have an understanding, now you can operate responsibly. That's just like going out on the road driving. You have to understand the laws of your state. Once you know that, you can drive responsibly if you accept to do that. Just being careful about how you use all of these social media sites because there has been some studies that says that they have, you know, ruined relationships. Tune in next episode. We're going to be talking about long distance relationships because that's what I'm going through right now. And I know there's others out there that are going through the same thing as me. Thank you for listening to Staying Connected in the Wiregrass. We look forward to being with you next week. Brought to you by Radio People.